A lot of people heading up to the cottage already. You might have yourself a fun and tonic on the dock, perhaps a vodka and soda. So listen up, vodka drinkers. The um, federal government has changed the rules for the official definition of vodka. They have been updated as of yesterday. Jen Westcott joins us now. He's the president and CEO of Spirits Canada to tell us the how and the why of changing the definition of vodka. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Kelly. First of all, why did we need it? What was the definition of vodka before we updated it? And what's the update? Well, historically, the only things that you could make vodka out of were grain and potatoes. So if you didn't make it out of grain or potatoes, you couldn't call it vodka. And how did it change? And so, you know, the world's changed. Uh, There's been uh, a lot of innovation. And so people were making, uh, uh, wanting to make vodka out of different kinds of things, whether it's apples or grapes or whatever. There's a lot more um, products that uh, are coming in. And so... Canada produces uh, very good, high-quality vodka, historically from mostly from grain, but new entrants into the marketplace uh, are innovating, and uh, the government wanted to be able to have those people participate. So uh, when they looked at this, um, they uh, evaluated. I think they got, I think CFIA got the balance right. So you can now make vodka out of um, other materials other than grain or potatoes. The stipulation being that if you make it out of apples, uh, you have to put on the label that it's vodka made from apples so that the consumer is uh, fully aware of what the product is. So if you're making it out of the traditional products, grain and, um, and potatoes, you can simply call it vodka, but if you're making it out of something else, you have to uh, inform the consumers. And it's all about having an informed consumer. Yeah, and um, which is great. I want to be informed about what's going into my body. But let me ask you this, because I can't be the only one thinking this, Jen. Um, the fermentation of grapes, doesn't that lead to wine? And the fermentation of apples, wouldn't that be cider? How do you get vodka out of those? Well, you, you, it's the same. I mean, every distiller starts with, by making beer, and then we distill the beer into uh, making spirits. And so, you know, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't be, be. I can't be the only one whose mind you've just blown. So you basically <laughs> start by making beer, like the product starts out as a, a beer? Only, Am I hearing you correctly the, here? The only way that's possible to make alcohol is through fermentation. So whether you are fermenting a grain-based mash, uh, um, uh, either rye or malt or uh, wheat, or you're using grapes or you're using apples, that fermentation is what um, is what uh, produces the alcohol. Then distillation simply is a further refinement um, of that alcohol uh, and um, uh, to get there. So yeah, so there's all different kinds of things. I think the other important thing is that while the government, uh, the federal government, has um, uh, opened it up so that more uh, Canadian produce can go into making vodka, uh, they have also. Uh, maintain that vodka has to continue to be a neutral spirit, uh, you know, being odorless, colorless, and tasteless. And I think that's an important thing because people literally around the world for, you know, very, very, very long time have a certain image in their mind of what vodka is. And um, so, you know, that part of the standard is being maintained. So if you want to make something, let's say you're making something out of apples Mm -hmm. and it's going to have the taste or some residue or some, over from the apple, which is perfectly fine, you, you can make that. You just can't call that vodka because that's outside the traditional thing. So it may be a Calvados, it may be a, you know, a hard cider, it may be something else, 
but it's not vodka because vodka continues to be uh, odorless, tasteless, and um, and um, colorless as a neutral spirit. As of yesterday, one of the new ingredients that you could use to make vodka is honey. Now, how does that? How do you make honey odorless and tasteless? Well, so, so you know, if, if you're if you're using honey as as your base for fermentation, everybody has heard of mead, which is a, a, a kind of beer. So you ferment the honey, um, and you make mead. And then I, I assume what they're simply doing is they're taking the mead and distilling that, running that through either a pot still or a column steel to make spirits out of that. So you're taking you're taking the essence of the original um, agricultural material. Um, it's still there, but you're you're distilling it to take out um, all of the you know the, what you would see as the attributes to get to a colorless, odorless, tasteless uh, spirit, which is vodka. Why did we need the change in laws around spirits? I mean, is it just so that we can get really niche and fancy because it seems like everyone wants to get really crafty? Or is there a huge benefit for vodka drinkers? Well, I, I, I don't know. that. I think there is a huge benefit to vodka drinkers in the sense that choice is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whether people choose to do it or not, that's that's nothing. But there, there have been vodkas or there have been products out for a long time that have been using different kinds of things. So, for example, there's been a vodka called Ciroc made from grapes very popular. It's been out for a long time. Now they're going to be able to fit that more easily in the vodka category. Um, there are people that are, you know, that may not have grain locally available to them, may not have a potato source, but they have apples. So now apples will be able to be the feedstock for that business and they will be able to make vodka using apples. So I think it's just, it's an opportunity for, for, uh, people that are making things in Canada to um, you have a wider array of the products that Canada produces do that. We're also, th- these rules also move us closer to sort of what exists in the United States as well as what exists in the European Union, where they've allowed this um, um, uh, these uh, different uh, uh, agricultural products for some time. So Canada is kind of coming into stream with our major trading partners, which is also a good thing. Everyone always associates vodka, especially with Russia. Are they more pure in their uh, definition of what a vodka can be? No, because in Russia, uh, like many places, you can make it out of grain or you can make it out of potatoes. I mean, people made these products out of these agricultural uh, crops because that was what was available to them locally 500, 700, 800 years ago. Nobody went out there. Uh, you know, the, the, the miracle of Poland, for example, isn't that they make, um, you know, great potato vodka. They do. But it was the two or three hundred years uh, that it, that they developed it to, to figure out how to make fantastic vodka out of potatoes. And so it's, it's this learning process that society goes through over a period of time to figure out how to make high-quality, excellent products out of what is locally available. And I think that's the trick here is taking things that you can grow and produce in, in your area, your region, and being able to turn them into different products that have higher value. When will we start, will help that. When will we start seeing Canadian distillers turn around these products, these new vodkas? Well, I, I, we already have people in, uh, as I said, Ciroc has been on sale here in Ontario and across Canada for probably seven or eight or maybe ten years. There are producers down in uh, Atlantic Canada that have been uh, producing a, ver- a, a variation of this uh, from apples. Uh, I think you're going to see a range of uh, fruits particularly come into this. So I think that uh, for those consumers that may be interested in this, uh, they'll probably start seeing some of this stuff within a few months. So it's a labeling situation. 
Um, yeah, and it, it will say, if, if, if you're looking for a product of vodka that is made from apples, it will say on the label that this is a vodka that has been made from apples. So, you know, from our point of view, it's the important thing is always making sure that the con- consumer has the information that he needs to know what they're uh, buying and what they're consuming. Jan, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate Cheers. It. Have a great day. You as Bye. well. All right, new rules. Vodka. Apple vodka. I'd get into honey vodka. Something different.